Joel Embiid is saying all the right things. But could this James Harden saga ultimately leave him out of Philly? You are locked on 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Don't download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Hello, my name is Keith Pompey, and I'm the host of Locked On 76ers. Today, we have a lot to talk about. I mean, first thing I want to talk about Joel Embiid and how uh, the James Harden saga could impact Joel's tenure with the Sixers. Now, Joel says that he wants to be a Sixer for life. He loves Philly, right? He said all that. He even went on and doubled down on that love on media day. However, Joel is in the prime of his career and there's a lot of things going on um, with this situation, lack of continuity, all this other stuff. Joel really wants to win a championship. So this is vital for the 76ers to get this thing right. If not, they could possibly lose Joe even though he's saying all the right things. So we'll talk about that. The second segment, we'll, I want to talk about um, Nick Nurse reached out to James Harden to see how he was doing, talk about that conversation, the stuff that Nick shared with us a little bit, uh, the media on, on Monday. And lastly, the Sixers made their roster moves. They got rid of Montrez Harrell, a guy who they were thinking about holding on to, you know, for a trade asset, possible trade asset. You know, Montrez looked like right now he may be able to come back and play around the all-star break. Um, but it was one of those things where you looked at it, they traded James, they could trade Montrez, you know, teams could get him and wave him, take the salary off. You know, I mean, just be like a, a, a salary dump, so to speak. Now, Joel. The thing about Joel Embiid is that, you know, Joel has said all the right things, right, at times. Now, but the thing is, Joel Embiid loves Philadelphia. He loves Philly a lot. But he could love it from afar if the James Harden saga ends poorly, right? And the reason why I'm saying that is because NBA franchises will be monitoring the relationship, including Leon Rose and the New York Knicks. You know, Leon, uh, the Knicks are prepared to offer three players and picks, according to sources. Now, the sources I spoke to now, again, this isn't something that the Knicks are saying, hey, we're going to offer you this now. We we, we want to we, we want Joel. This is what we're going to do. What they're doing is they're sitting back and they're paying close attention to this whole situation with 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 Harden. If the Sixers are unable 
to make a move, unable to get a trade that makes Joel happy, then what's going to happen is the Knicks are going to like look and see how Joel reacts. If Joel somehow asks for a trade and wants to get out of there, the Knicks are willing to offer three players and two to three first round picks to get. Now, I don't think the Knicks on their roster, they have enough to get Joel Embiid. I don't. And the three players, three that it it will become from a pool of, it would be Evan Fournier, who would basically be a throw-in. Mitchell Robinson, who's a center. Um, uh, And in the pool would possibly be R.J. Barrett. And Julius Randle would be the headliner, all-star. I don't think that's enough to get for Joel Embiid. Now, again, they cannot, they're also willing to include two to three first-round picks, according to my sources. Now, again, this is something that a lot has to happen. But if it does happen, you have to believe that there are going to be other teams out there that have more to offer. I do not feel like Julius Randle moves the needle for Joel. Evan Fournier, again, is a guy who probably won't, you know, is not working. R.J. Barrett is intriguing. Mitchell Robinson, the backup center, so to speak. You know, maybe he could start. But for Joel, that's not getting it done. I'm sorry. You got a lot of other guys who were traded, not as good as Joel, and teams gave up a ransom for them, right? That's not going to get the job done. Typically, when you trade an MVP or um, a first-team all-NBA type of performer, that's the type of guy that you got to get back in return. Those guys aren't at all. But if you're the Knicks, you realize that if you get a guy like Joel, that's something that can elevate your team. I think he'll be a good fit there if he went. But again, I don't see that happening. But this is something that the Sixers have to monitor because teams are paying attention. Everything that Joel said about the love for Philly, all this and that, the same thing as the teams are talking about when he went on with Maverick Carter and said, look, I want to win a championship with Philly or anywhere else, or his reaction on Twitter when um, the Boston Celtics got Drew Holiday and the Sixers didn't really make any moves. So that's something that we have to monitor. That's something that teams are playing close attention to, and we'll just see how it works out. Right. We'll just see how all that works out. But, hey, I'm just here to tell you, um, Leon Rose, from what I what I'm told, really wants Joel. He really wants Joel if it doesn't work out in Philadelphia. Now, part of the problem that they have also is. Why would they trade him to the Knicks? I mean, you're both in the Atlantic division. You don't want to trade him to trade him there where. He's basically going to haunt you for years to come. You don't do that. You don't do that. But again, look, they're prepared to make that offer, and that's what they're going to do. 
uh, to, to get Joel. So that's something to pay close attention to, right? That's something to pay close attention to. I want to talk to you guys about FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NBA. Keep saying NBA because the NBA season's right around the corner. But kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Now, I want to talk to y'all about, you know, Nick Nurse. Now, Nick Nurse was asked about uh, James Harden yesterday. He was asked, um, uh, uh, has he spoken to him? He said, yeah, he reached out to him. He reached out via text, um, you know, to see how he's doing as he would with anyone else. Um, he also, he was asked if, did he get a sense that James uh, wants to come back and play for the team? And he and Nick was like, we didn't get into any of that, right? To me, that's not really a good sign, right? I mean, now it's good that Nick reached out to him and talked to him, right? That shows you that, you know, Nick basically cares about James. Um, he said James responded. But at, but at the same time, it's kind of like when you say we didn't get into all that, it tells me that the expectation is that he's not coming back right now, at least for the, for the beginning of the season, right? Um, you know, the Sixers, from what I'm told, the Sixers aren't, aren't finding James at this particular time because he says he has, you know, a personal reason. Um, you know, there's been reports that his mom is ill. And he's handling that, right? Or he's out there being there with her. Um, but you know, when you have a coach that we haven't talked about that, and this is only he did that on a Monday, and the and the season opener is on a Thursday, you know, that's not good. The good thing I will say for the Sixers is that Nick Nurse has had a plan. He had a plan for A if James was here, he had a plan for B if he wasn't there. And for the most part, you know, they they played all their games without James. And for the most part, it was like they scrimmaged without him, right? He was participating in a couple of them. So you can move forward that way. But it's always going to be that cloud over the team. Like, example, Nick Nurse was asked about James. He answered a couple questions. Then they, like, abruptly ended the press conference. Abruptly ended it. Right. Um, with him, you know, a couple questions. Boom. Thanks, coach. Everybody's like, wow. You know, I, mean? I had to pull him to the side to just get a question because it was like, yo, I was I would think it was going to end. So then Patrick Beverly comes up. Good friend of James. Backup point guard. And 
we he was asked questions. No one asked him anything about James though. And afterwards, he was like, "Hey, I'm thankful. Thanks that y'all didn't ask about James." So right then and there, you you can tell it's kind of like the awkward elephant in the room. And the reason why people didn't ask Pat anything is, you know, it's to a point that you ask these guys every day, every day, every day. And for the most part, they've been giving you the same answers. We love James. He's a great guy. He's been this and that. Uh, but, you know, the, the cliche response is like, yeah, but we got to focus on, you know, what's here. And, if you, you know, the, the whole nine. They're not really giving you much, right? So Pat wasn't asked yesterday, and he basically thanked the media. So it's one of those things what that's going on that it's, it's just a distraction, even though it's not a, trying to be a distraction. Now, from, from what I hear is, from, uh, from, from what I hear is, the 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 team doesn't really focus on him or they try not to focus on him when they're not asked about it you know what i'm saying it's like it comes up with the media but they don't really talk about it right so it is what it is you know you know we'll you know we'll see We'll see. It is what it is, and we'll see how that works out. But you know what? It's, it's like one of these things that you hope that it can hurry up and get resolved because, let's face it, it's, it's getting a little old. I mean, it, it really is. Like, it's like how many, how, how often can you continue to keep going through this stuff, right? It's getting old. It's really getting old. I want to talk to you all about game time, right? And the thing I want to talk to you about game time is because, you know, there's been several times where I got my daughter tickets and everything worked out and, and yada, yada, and it's tickets for the Sixers games where I purchased them. And um, so, you know, but it was always like the last minute I wanted to do this. I wanted to get that. And I'm looking, I want to make sure that a, I'm getting them for a, a super rate good price and B that is a, it's not like up in the nosebleed. It's not like a bad seat. So you spend all this time trying to figure things out and look up things and this and that. Well, game time is the best place to go for last minute tickets, flash deals, and zone deals. It's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, right? You view from all seats in the venue. So that's the best thing. And lowest prices guaranteed, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, et cetera. It goes on and on and on and on. So how do you get these tickets? So what do you do? How do you find them out? Download the Game Time app, create an account, account and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNBA, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Well, Sixers parted ways with Montrez Harold yesterday. Um, 
you know, it, it was one of those things where it, from what I hear, it was a tough decision for the Sixers to make just because, you know, they, they need 15 able bodies with standard contracts. You have 15 standard contracts. Um, you also have three two-way guys. So they have 18 guys actual on the roster. Montrez Harrell has been hurt. He's been injured. He's been away. He's been rehabbing his knee. The problem is, it's like when you look at the backup center position, there's not, you think you have a lot of depth, but there's really not, right? So if you basically wave somebody from there, if you waved one of the wings and the wings battle has been tight, you're kind of sort of saying, wow, maybe we could be in a little situation here, right? We all know that James Harden is holding out, not being with the team. So you're still undermanned a little bit. So basically, are you going to have a roster with two guys who are unable to play? And that would have been the 13 guys when you talk about the 13 guys there, knowing that Montrez is away and knowing that James is away. So with that being said, they had to wave Montrez, right? Because then all the guys that they have in there, now they got 14 bodies until James shows up. So I think that that was a smart decision, you know, and initially what they wanted to do is they wanted, like I said early on, they wanted to uh, maintain, hold on to him. And um, they wanted to hold on to him and basically package him in a deal, use his salary. But, you know, the Sixers, they, they need it, right? They need these bodies. They really do. And Montrez, you know, you wish him a lot of luck. Um, you know, last year he was the third string center, but you you feel sorry for him because you look and you see how people have been playing this year. Guys have been uh, at from the backup center role have been producing. And you can honestly say that Harold would have got a shot and he would have came in and got some buckets. You, you got especially with this free flowing offense that they're running. I mean, he would have been, you know, a key piece. But who knows? You never know. If he does get back and he gets back in, in, in shape and seems to look at him, maybe somebody will take a chance at him if he comes back, right? Pick him up. You know, maybe somebody will. Who knows? But this is where we are. I want to thank you all for listening today. I'll let you know that you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. They are free and available. Um, and uh, wherever you get them at. And then also what you need to do is you need to go to the uh, YouTube channel, Locked On 76ers, and click on the Liberty Bell. When you click on that Liberty Bell, you become a new subscriber and you get notification of when uh, the next uh, uh, podcast comes out. So thanks for listening, and I want you all to have a blessed, blessed, blessed day.